Welcome to this week's episode of the Whole Baron Podcast. Uh, this week, I'm happy to sit down with our Director of College Counseling, Sarah Smith. Sarah, thank you for joining us today and talking about some of the changes that are coming up with college admissions and SAT and ACT. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So, so first off, and, and obviously coming up very quickly, is the PSAT and SAT, which I know we've been working really hard to get uh, some of the changes for that put into place. Talk about kind of some kind of changes that are coming from the College Board regarding the PSAT. Yes, so the PSAT is going to be fully digital when we administer it next week. This fall, across the country, the test is fully digital, and it is preparing us for what's to come in the spring when the SAT goes fully digital. Okay. Um, now, does the how does that work with the digital? Like, does the ch- the test change now? Like, since it's a digital versus the old handwritten copy, or how does that work? Yes. So the the test material is going to continue to measure the same concepts. Okay. Um, the good news is the test is going to be a little bit shorter. Um, okay. They're going to. You know, from a from a practical perspective, they're going to obviously take it on school managed Chromebooks next week, okay. using an app that the College Board has developed called Blue Book. Okay, um, and so here at school, they're going to do that on school managed devices. Yeah. Um, in the spring, they're going to do that on their own devices. Oh wow! So, okay. Yeah, they're going to have to use personal devices and download the software. Um, but in terms of what the test measures, it's going yeah. to measure the same things. Okay. Um, it's going to do it a little bit better, we think. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're hearing. It's a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, two sections, reading and writing, and okay. math. Okay. But those sections are now going to be adaptive. So adaptive. So that means now I I took the the GRE back in the day. Like it's kind of like that, where it kind of the test shifts based on whether you get answers right or wrong. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. That's right. The modules are going to shift based on what you've gotten right, what you've gotten wrong. Okay. You may be presented with more difficult questions mm-hmm. that are worth a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe average questions, but it will respond to you. Okay. Interesting. So now, when you say on their own devices in the spring. That means, like, I go to take the SAT, I take my laptop with me and sit down and take the SAT at Sumner High or Camden or wherever I go. Is that kind of how that'll work? That's right. Interesting. That's right. Okay. Uh, definitely a lot of challenges there. And I know here on campus, get ready for next week, uh, we've had some some challenges with that. Um, I know you mentioned earlier that the IT department here has been working overtime to get all of our Chromebooks ready. Uh, what's that process been like? Yes, I just want to give them all the credit in the world for mm-hmm. how hard they've worked to get our Chromebooks ready. Um, we needed 162 Ooh. devices okay. ready for next week, and they've done a wonderful job nice. getting us ready. Um, they've had to download Blue Book, test it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already been in the classroom with all students doing a digital readiness check okay. to make sure that the devices sure. are working and that they're working with our students' login. So okay. it's been an incredible investment of time. Yeah. Um, but I think that this experience is so important for our students mm-hmm. because they'll have um, what we hope is a smooth testing experience here mm-hmm. on campus, and then they'll be more confident going sure. into the SAT on their own in the yeah. spring. And that, and obviously the PSAT, I know, now correct me, the juniors, when they take the PSAT, that qualifies them for merit scholarship still. Is that so correct? Yes. But for the others, it's just, it's, it is a readiness project to get them ready for the SAT, obviously, right? So the, the SAT is the score that really counts as far as college admissions go. Mm-hmm. So anything we can do to help prepare them for that, obviously, is is good. And, and it sounds like we're doing a pretty good job with that here. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned tests covering the same material. So reading and writing and mathematics. Now, 
I, I actually taught SEC prep back when there was a an essay you had to write. Like you used right. to do the essay. You know, there was like this mm-hmm. third section, and the the scores change where you could get like a twenty four hundred one year, and you right. could. So does any of that change with this new process? No, that's a great question, and okay. we have seen the college board shift their scales mm-hmm. in in recent years, um, but they are not shifting it. Okay. They're saying we are measuring the same content. We're just okay. doing it more efficiently. Okay. And so we'll expect, um, you know, the PSAT is scored up to 1520. It doesn't okay. go all the way to 1600 because it's scaled to be appropriate for a junior. Okay, true. Um, and the SAT will remain on its yeah. 1600 scale. And then with the reading writing, so so writing is more like uh, a grammar and correcting through sentences type thing. Is that the writing element of it? Yeah, so there's no, no longer a writing section where you have to write an essay. Okay. Um, the colleges aren't, aren't looking for that. Mm-hmm. I think it would be another interesting conversation as we consider the impact that AI has on sure. college admissions. Yeah. Will we see that come back? Yeah, for sure. I, I, possibly, but right yeah. now it is just more that traditional multiple choice, okay. um, reading and writing skills, mm-hmm. comprehension, okay. um, that type of more thing. More the, la- like, so when we break down our middle school classes, you kind of have literature and language. So it's mm-hmm. more the language element mm-hmm. of how things are. Okay. And I'm sure a part of the writing was also the grading of the essays was probably quite difficult for a lot of people. You know, I remember right. doing the practice test with that when I was teaching SC prep and it was, I mean, you had to, you had, you had a rubric to follow ish, but like, there's a lot of flexibility in there and that's gotta be hard to have consistency on that. Right. And, and so many readers. Correct. Uh, to get all that right. done. Um, and I know the AP testing, we're going to talk to Ms. Barfield later on. I believe the AP testing also will be going through a change in the spring. Um, and so this, this again, kind of hopefully preparing them for some of those changes coming as well. That's right. And they've, they've already had some experience mm-hmm. with blue book and the digital environment and Ms. Okay. Barfield can share more, um, they're taking a slower approach, yeah. um, whereas for the PSAT, we are just going <laughs> all in. Absolutely. Um, now, how is, is there anything different they should be doing to prepare for the digital PSAT and SAT versus the traditional one? So I think that the best thing a student can do is give themselves a chance to feel comfortable before mm-hmm. the day of the test. And so we've given all of our students their, their ticket information, which allows them to log into Blue Book at home. Okay. And there's a test preview that will show them all the features. Um, Blue Book has a calculator installed. So you can still bring a calculator the day of the test if you're more comfortable, but it has full functionality. Um, You can get comfortable with the annotation. Mm -hmm. There are other features like um, answer elimination. So you can say, it's not this, this. it's not this. You can mark it to return. I'm not confident about my answer. I'll come back at the end okay. and so get comfortable with that yeah um and then there are other ways that you can be completing test prep I, mean, yeah. I, I remain a big fan of Khan Academy mm-hmm. absolutely um, it is free for students mm-hmm. and the data shows it's effective yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. um so Khan Academy is a big one when we were teaching SCT prep here that we I mean that class was basically a Khan Academy we I sat them down and said all right you have 30 minutes a day you have to do Khan Academy mm-hmm. And and the big thing I always felt with SAT prep was getting comfortable. Like you say, you're talking more on the the digital side, the 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 app for. But even with the way they ask questions, like that's a bit. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh man, I don't, I'm not going to go on the SAT. I'm not a good test taker." Well, while you can't actually study for the SAT, you can study for the way they're going to ask questions. And you go, "Okay, well, I recognize this kind of." formula of how they're asking this, I can eliminate these questions or I can do something to prepare me for that a little bit better. Right. Um, and so that, that's a good, yeah, Khan Academy, I agree 100%. I've, I've always been a big fan of Khan Academy um, as far as that test prep 
element. Right. And you know, one of the things I try to communicate with students is, you know, you don't you don't walk out on the baseball field and suddenly mm-hmm. you're a great baseball player. Sure. You don't just say, I'm showing up for the game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, you've got to practice and Khan Academy will build that practice mm-hmm. plan where you're practicing a couple times a week. Yeah. For sure, mm-hmm. and and it's it like you say it's free to use. Definitely a good a good uh, a good tool for our kids to, to utilize. Now shifting a little bit to the ACT. So now we have the SAT and the ACT mm-hmm. are our two major tests that we can take for college admission. Uh, what about this? Should we so take the ACT? Give us some information mm-hmm. about that. Yes, absolutely. Um, we we really advise that mm-hmm. all of our students take the ACT at okay. least one time. Yeah. Um, the ACT is going to have a digital option. So okay. if students find that the digital environment mm-hmm. is better for them, yeah. um, you know, one argument for it is that all of their prep is online. Sure. And so if you're practicing online, mm-hmm. it makes for sense sure. to test online. Um, but the ACT is taking a slower approach. You okay. can continue to take paper, pencil or mm-hmm. um, digital, but you know, I've done research on our students here, and about thirty percent of them mm-hmm. outperform the SAT with an ACT okay. score. Yeah, and I feel like that's worth a shot. What What's the difference in this? Like, how, why, why would they be able to perform better maybe on the ACT than the SAT, or vice versa? Mm-hmm. I think it depends on the student. Mm-hmm. Um, the ACT moves more quickly, and okay. so if you're the type of student that you're reading mm-hmm. a question, you're confident in your response, and you're mm-hmm. able to keep going, you may be comfortable in that environment. And the ACT also has a stronger science section. Okay. Yep. Um, and it's not measuring knowledge mm-hmm. of science, it's measuring skills. Okay. And so if you feel really comfortable with your, mm-hmm. your science skills, um, some students find that they will do better. Both tests will super score. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a good, good point. The super score concept. So, that's saying if I take the SAT in October and mm-hmm. I do really well on my math, but now I was going on my, on my, English and then in May I take it again and I flip that my English score goes up it takes the best of each section that's, that's my right. superstore so right. um, now is is there a way to prepare for that like do we say hey you need to really study your English for this test or really study mm-hmm. your math for this test or is it just going and take the whole thing each time you know I I tend to think you should take full advantage of every opportunity mm-hmm. available to you but that is certainly a strategy mm-hmm. And sometimes, especially by the fall of the senior year, these students have three or four SATs behind them already, sure. and they think, you know, I really have maxed out on math. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to focus on sure. the evidence-based reading and writing. Um, that is definitely a strategy, but early on, make yeah. the most of every opportunity. Absolutely, yeah, because you never know. You may get a section of math, even though you did well, you could raise yes. that score possibly as well. So mm-hmm. uh, very cool. Now talk about some kind of big dates coming up. So um, I've got in here in November, uh, we've got some financial FAFSA opens on December 1. We're getting mm-hmm. ready for that. Um, mm-hmm. You have the CSS profile open on October the 1st. And then mm-hmm. talk about searching for scholarships. Uh, what What is that process like? Yes, so... For um, for scholarships, you know, for our seniors, the the general order of things is first we focus on admission, mm-hmm. and then we can start to consider scholarships. Sure. And so I'm always looking for scholarships. Yeah. I build a spreadsheet and try and share it with our um, with our seniors. Most of the time, scholarships start opening up in November, okay. which makes sense because yeah. by the end of October, we're kind of winding up on sure. our, our applications. Most scholarships, or the most substantial scholarships mm-hmm. that our students received are from the colleges themselves. Okay. Um, and so putting our best effort in the application mm-hmm. for admission yeah. is also putting us in the best position. To get for the scholarships. scholarships. Absolutely. And, and you've got, I know you had the state-based scholarships that are, mm-hmm. 
are now are those guaranteed if you meet the certain metrics like say life scholarship i have to get a whatever it is 1100 sat and a Mm -hmm. whatever class rank are those are those automatically guaranteed if you hit those numbers yes okay they're guaranteed there's no application okay that's just applied if you go in state that's right and the majority of our students um meet that that Mm -hmm. threshold with the with yeah. the SAT of an 1100. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I remember, and I told this story on, a, on I think, about the athletic one, Coach O'Hare and I were talking, but talking about the scholarship process and trying to find money in different ways. Like, I can remember mm-hmm. even going back to uh, my my grandma, my G-mom, was in the King's Daughters Association of something in Charleston right. that had a scholarship. And, and I was able to apply for it and get it. It went all four years. I mean, there's so many little organizations and groups that mm-hmm. do give scholarships and while I remember being a senior in high school and not wanting to do those applications right. and do those do those essays and all that even though my parents were hounding me uh it it definitely does pay off and and so I think that you know taking the time now in this first part of the year and applying and doing all that stuff mm-hmm. is really important because certainly once you get to February March April you're ready to get off to college you're not thinking about writing essays anymore um now what about the college application process i know uh this year we have a new um thing we've implemented where the seniors come to you during their study hall until Mm -hmm. they've completed a certain number of applications talk Mm -hmm. about that process and kind of what what made that come about yes so uh well it sort of started with conversations with Mm -hmm. fellow counselors at other schools um a couple times a year i have a chance to go to a conference or Mm -hmm. go on a fly-in to visit a college and these are just valuable experiences for so many reasons, sure. but but just bouncing ideas off of yeah. other counselors is helpful. So it started with a conversation there, and we thought, you know what, 100% of our seniors have a study hall. Yeah. What if we put them in groups of six or seven, mm-hmm. and one day a week we just sit around this table, sure. we pull out the Chromebooks and work yeah. on applications Good. where they've got someone, you know, I just kind of make laps around Correct. the table. Correct, yeah, for sure. And they're like, oh, what? what does this question mean? Mm-hmm. And we're able to talk through it. Yeah. Um, and so it's been, I think, really helpful. They're staying with me um, through at least two applications. Okay. Um, but what, you know, a lot of students are just staying. They're yeah. continuing to come each week. And let's just knock it out yeah, uh, while absolutely. they have some support. Well, I think ha- and it goes back to the SAT prep concept from earlier about Khan Academy. Like when you have that mm-hmm. dedicated time where, hey, I know mm-hmm. once every week or once every two weeks, I have to go sit down and do this. Mm-hmm. It does help because, yeah, I can say I'm going to do it when I get home from my volleyball game. But am I really? Like I'm kind of tired. I don't know. And then it becomes you know the week before applications are due and mm-hmm. I'm trying to cram all that in there so I think mm-hmm. that's really awesome to give them a chance to kind of get in front of that um and and put some of those applications in ahead of time now mm-hmm. moving forward obviously we've got some tests coming up in December mm-hmm. um test prep for for different grade levels mm-hmm. and then in January you have on here some NCAA and college athletics comments so what mm-hmm. what can we talk about that a little bit to help yeah. the, that process well I would I would love to just kind of keep revisiting this concept with yeah. you and see if we can come up with um, information to share with our students and families mm-hmm. about like, where do I start? Yeah. A, a lot of times you know, we have our junior meetings in the spring and we sit around the table with families and they think, I, I don't know where to start. And sure. I can appreciate that. Yeah. It, it seems a mysterious process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know that it has to be. Yeah. And so I'd love to explore ways we can better support our sure. families. Absolutely. I know we've talked about that a lot with mm-hmm. – we get that question a lot. We've been very blessed the last few years to have a lot of kids go and compete at the college level athletically. And, and we're working on ways to strengthen that process from our end to help a lot mm-hmm. of kids do that process. Because it can, it can be very daunting when you're – even – I mean, not only – college athletics just the college experience in general applying Mm -hmm. and getting ready like that can be a very daunting process for a lot of our families especially the first time you go through it with your oldest child um where it's really really new to you um 
but it sounds like we're doing a lot of things to try to help them with that process. It's really awesome. Um, anything else as far as that PSAT next week or the SAT coming up soon with the digital process, is there anything else that everyone at home needs to be working on or to, to be prepared for that? I think um, in terms of the PSAT next week, we feel pretty prepared here at school. Mm-hmm. I think um, we, we'd love a measure of grace from our students and families yeah. <laughs> that this is new to us. Sure. It's new to everybody in the country. But um, giving yourself time to at least preview the test mm-hmm. in your Blue Book app, um, I think will make you more comfortable sure. on test day. And when you're more comfortable, you're calmer. Absolutely. Right? Now, is, are the seniors taking an SAT on Wednesday as well? Yes. And yes. will that be digital or will that be handwritten? Yeah, that's going to be handwritten. Okay. And so our seniors, uh, while while grades 9, 10, and 11 mm-hmm. are in the PSAT, our seniors will be in their homerooms okay. taking the traditional SAT, okay. one of the last few times yeah. it's administered. <laughs> um, and for most of them, this will be their last SAT. Sure. And I think that's an awesome thing we do as well to give them that opportunity to take it here on campus. I can remember uh, my first SAT experience was a while. I was at a wedding for a cousin in in Kershaw, South Carolina. I had to drive to Charlotte, and I sat in a room with no air conditioner on a Saturday morning Mm -hmm. in June. It was miserable. Mm -hmm. So I think being able to take it in the comfort of the school Mm -hmm. where you know know, where to go and everything, I think that's really an awesome thing that we do uh, that can help them a lot with the SAT. And and they know, again, they have those built-in times where they know – I'm going to take the SAT these dates. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about if I have a swim meet that same day or if I have a cross-country race that conflicts with that. Like, I know I've got these times at school. That kind of gives more flexibility on the other times mm-hmm. throughout the year. Well, Sarah, I really appreciate it, and uh, we're looking forward to next week. Good luck uh, yeah. with everything next Thank week. You. And, and again, a shout-out to the IT department for all they've done to help with that process. Um, and until next week, I'll have you sitting down with Dave Kaufman next week to have another wellness update, and uh, we'll definitely get together later in the year and talk some more college admissions. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you.